Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to Him all around us. As the prophet Isaiah says, The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. A reading from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 5. But we must always give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits of salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and through belief in the truth. For this purpose, he called you through our proclamation of the good news, so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught by us, either by word of mouth or by our letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and through grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope, comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word. Finally, brothers and sisters, pray for us, so that the word of the Lord may spread rapidly and be glorified everywhere, just as it is among you, and that we may be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not all have faith. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, that you are doing and will go on doing the things that we command. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. Here ends the reading. This passage from 2 Thessalonians is full of encouragement. Paul gives thanks for the church in Thessalonica and assures them that through the work of the Holy Spirit, they will share in the glory of Jesus Christ. He urges them to stand firm in his teaching, continue in good works, and pray for the spread of the gospel. But toward the end of the passage, he asks them to pray that he may be rescued from, quote, wicked and evil people, end quote. It's a little opaque what he is referring to unless you go back and read the first part of chapter 2. There are troublemakers, deceivers, who are insisting that the day of the Lord has come and creating anxiety among the believers. But Paul makes it clear Christ will not come in glory until, quote, the rebellion begins and the lawless one is revealed, end quote. That evil one exalts himself above every god and object of worship, and even declares himself to be God. Paul writes, And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will destroy with the breath of his mouth, annihilating him by the manifestation of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is apparent in the working of Satan, who uses all power, signs, lying wonders, and every kind of wicked deception for those who are perishing, because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. Paul is clear about the truth of Christ. He is steady in his proclamation about the mercy of God. He stands firmly against those who practice deceit and trickery and cause vulnerable ones to stumble. Although Paul is secure in Christ, his willingness to confront evil puts his body in danger. So he asks the church in Thessalonica to pray for his protection. He relies on the communities he has established to ground themselves in prayer, 
stay steady in the faith they have inherited and trust that Christ will be revealed in the fullness of time. Friends, we live in uncertain times. Deceit and trickery is all around us. Some would have us operate out of anxiety and abandon the firm foundation laid down by trustworthy followers of Jesus Christ. Don't be swayed. Don't be bamboozled. Christ will come again at the appointed time and defeat the forces of evil that corrupt and destroy the creatures of God. Until that great and glorious day, stay steady, persevere in the faith, resist calls to violence, and keep your baptismal covenant, which calls for regular worship, continual repentance, authentic evangelism, servant leadership, and a commitment to justice and peace. I'll end my meditation the way that Paul ends this passage. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you that you are doing and will go on doing the things that we command. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way of our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.